looking to throw. Down the sideline, Hester caught it! 10, 5, touchdown! Touchdown, Jackson State! He eludes traffic, he'll drive it down and jam it in! Oh my! Jamal Gregory, highlight real time! Sports Center top 10 time! This is Behind the Beat, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Now, here's your host, Tyler Brown. Hello, everyone, and welcome in to Behind the Beat, the brand-new podcast from Jacksonville State Athletics. This is Episode 3 of the series, and if you haven't checked out our previous two installments, go give those a listen. Athletic Director Greg Seitz was the guest for Week 1, and long snapper Josh Brady joined me for Week 2. Those podcasts, along with all future podcasts, can be found by searching Behind the Beak on the Apple Podcast app and Spotify, or by going to jsugamecocksports.com slash podcasts. And if you haven't already, click the subscribe and follow buttons to be alerted when new episodes are available. This week, I sit down with volleyball senior Maddie Cloutier. The defensive specialist from Colorado discusses her move to Alabama, her thoughts on entering her senior year, and what it means to be a beach volleyball pioneer at Jacksonville State. But first, let's get you caught up on the news. Jacksonville State football got back on track Saturday, September 7th, with a 41-20 win over rival Chattanooga. Running back Austin Kenzie rushed for two touchdowns, while quarterback Zarek Cooper rushed for two more and threw two touchdowns. Coop racked up 344 passing yards, was 20 for 26 on passing attempts, and was named the Ohio Valley Conference Offensive Player of the Week. The one-on-one Gamecocks now turned their attention to the Eagles of Eastern Washington. Kickoff is set for Saturday, September 14th at 3 p.m. at Burgess Snowfield. The game will broadcast live on ESPN+. On the volleyball court, the Gamecocks went 1-2 at the Sanford Invite over the weekend. Todd Garvey's bunch fell 3-1 to UAB and 3-0 to Sanford before earning a 3-0 win over UNA. Jacksonville State hosts the Gamecock Classic this weekend, Friday, September 13th, and Saturday, September 14th. Sam Houston State, Mississippi State, and Stetson come to Pete Matthews Coliseum for the two-day tournament, which begins Friday with a 10 a.m. matchup between the Bulldogs and the Hatters. JSU takes on Sam Houston Friday at 12.30 p.m., Stetson Friday at 7 p.m., and Mississippi State Saturday at 7 p.m. The matches against Sam Houston and Stetson will air live on ESPN+. In soccer, Jacksonville State dropped a 2-1 match at Troy on Thursday, September 5th, before winning a 3-2 two-overtime thriller over Alabama State in Montgomery on Sunday, September 8th. The Gamecocks welcomed the Crimson Tide to Jacksonville Thursday, September 7th at 7 p.m. and square off against Mercer Sunday, September 15th at 5 p.m. at the JSU Soccer Complex. Both matches can be watched on ESPN+. If you're listening to this on either Tuesday or Wednesday, the men's and women's golf teams are competing in the Golf Week Program Challenge in Polly's Island, South Carolina. We'll have the details on those tournaments next week or you can go to jsugamecocksports.com to view the live leaderboard or results. Finally, both men's and women's cross-country ran in the UNA cross-country invite Saturday, September 7th in Florence, Alabama. The men placed a ninth in the 8K, while the women finished 10th in the 5K. Their next event is the Wingfoot Classic in Cartersville, Georgia, on Friday, September 20th. That's what's happening in JSU Athletics, and now it's time for our interview. Maddie Cloutier is a senior defensive specialist on the volleyball team, and when she's not on the hardwood for the Gamecocks, she's on the sand court being a Jacksonville State beach volleyball pioneer. 
She was a member of JSU's first full-season beach team and was part of the program's first-ever dual victory in 2017. She even spent the 2018 season as a full-time beach athlete and led the squad with seven match victories as a junior. Now, she's eyeing the young program's record for career wins. Joined today on the broadcast by Maddie Cloutier, senior volleyball player for Jacksonville State. Maddie, thanks for coming on the podcast with us. Thanks for having me. So just to begin, I mentioned it beforehand. You were born in Seattle, moved to Brighton, Colorado, and now you're in Jacksonville, Alabama. First off, how did you get to Colorado from Seattle? And talk about your move here to Jacksonville. Um, So I was born in Seattle, and then I only lived there for about a year. And my dad got a new job in Colorado, so we just kind of picked up. My mom was seven months pregnant with my younger brother moving across like half the country so she always loves to like say we can't complain when we have to move because she did it when she was so pregnant and I've lived in Brighton my whole life I love Colorado I love the mountains I love like my area I'm close to Denver but I'm close to the mountains so I have like a good mix of city and mountain life which I love And then now I'm in Alabama. I love to tell people that I live in the mountains of Alabama because we are kind of in the mountains and everyone at home is like, you don't live in the mountains. Like, what's your elevation? And I'm like, I think 800 feet. (laughs) I don't even know what it is here. And they like make fun of me, but I'm glad to be in Alabama. It's a nice change of scenery. So you, you went from the Rockies to the foothills of the Appalachians here. How did you get to Jacksonville? How how were you found in Brighton, Colorado? How did your how did you find your way to Jacksonville through the whole recruiting process? Um, so we just recently got a new coach last year. Todd Garvey is our new head coach, and so I'm one of the older girls who was recruited by our previous coach. And he came to a camp in Colorado that my club was hosting, and I went, and he liked me. And then the next year, I came on my visit when I was um a senior for an official visit, and actually Kaylee Freer, another girl from Colorado who's a senior. We came on our visit together, which was really nice to have that familiarity. And uh, another girl that was on the team at JSU also was from Colorado, so it was like nice to see like a Colorado girl could live here, I guess. So um, yeah, he just came, and I really like the girls, and I really like the town of Jacksonville, even though it's really tiny. I like how like close-knit everything is and where I could figure out where I was going in like the first few weeks here. And so in speaking to that, how were you able to adjust and what was your adjustment period basically living in Jacksonville as opposed to Colorado going from anywhere to, like you said, the town being smaller to even just the weather difference? Um, so I'm surprisingly, I'm not a big fan of the snow. I like looking at it from the inside, like by the fireplace, watching a movie. But being in the snow, it's not for me. I'm not a snow sports girl, so I knew I wanted to go somewhere warmer. And getting here July 2nd, my first year here, um, I definitely got the heat (laughs) right when I stepped off the plane. Um, I love it, though. I love the heat. So that wasn't a big adjustment because I wanted that. And then our team is very diverse. My first two years here, we only had one girl from Alabama. So I never got the first shock of like a true Southern like girl quite. Um, Ashley Klingman is our first or my only Alabama girl. So I feel like my adjustment time was really slow just because I was able to be surrounded by such a diverse group of girls. So I had a good first like summer, I guess. 
And so you obviously chose Jacksonville State, but you are also recruited by ULM and Eastern Illinois. And so what put JSU over the top of those other two schools in your recruiting process and what made you want to come here? Oh, gosh. Um, I would just say, like, I had a really good visit here. Um, I got to go to a football game. I got to see um, the Marching Southerners. Um, my visit was the first time the Pete reopened after the original reconstruction. Mm-hmm. I was the first game back in here, and it was cool to see the turnout and how excited the community was that the Pete was rebuilt. So I think my visit really just sold me on that I should come here. And I know your parents have uh, surprised you a few times with visits. Do they get to come often? Do they do they just pop up in Jacksonville a lot, or especially this being your senior year? Yeah, they try to come once a semester. They're actually coming for our next home tournament, not this weekend, but next weekend. I'm really excited about that because I was here all summer, so I didn't get to see them much. Um, but they definitely try to come and they stream all our games, watch all the stats after games in our family group chat, all like 50 texts like, why'd you do this? Or you're like, go Sadie or, you know, they love to commentate, which I think is really cool from far away. And then obviously you get to travel a lot. And obviously with within the conference, you do a lot of travel and the non-conference games. You went to Costa Rica in 2017. Was that one of your first times out of the country or have you been able to travel a lot prior to that? Um, I've been out of the country quite a bit. Um, I'd actually been to Costa Rica before. Um, So out of the country, not so much, but I definitely have been to new regions of the country. Um, Being in the Ohio Valley, I'd never been to Tennessee before. I'd never been to Illinois, never been to Kentucky, South Carolina. So I think it's really cool that because I moved to a different area of the country, I've gotten to see so many places just from like playing the sport. So you've had a lot of firsts here with, like you talked about, coming back in with the remodel of the Pete the first time. 2016 was your first year here, and you're somewhat of a pioneer when it comes to beach volleyball here as well. You play indoor, but you also play beach, and that 2017 semester was the first full schedule for beach volleyball. And so talk about what it's like to be kind of one of the founders of that and to be able to um, almost basically introduce a new sport at Jacksonville State and then in 2018 you uh, led the team with seven beach match victories. Um, I think it's really awesome coming from a cold area. The only beach I ever played was in a warehouse so playing on an actual beach my first year was kind of a new experience. Um, A lot different than playing in a warehouse obviously. I'm really proud to say where our beach team has gone. My first year is a little rough and we've slowly gotten better every year we've gotten more and more beach girls which I think is important and I just think it's a growing sport as a whole in the NCAA I think there's now over 100 teams the OVC just got our own conference which I'm pumped for because now like people can come to our games and people will know who we're talking about when we're playing and we're the first or second team in the OVC to have beach so we're definitely one of like the veterans which I think will play well when it comes to playing in conference this year um I believe I'm only a few wins away from being the all-times win leader which isn't a lot yeah like it'll get beat don't worry like but I'm gonna try to like beat the girl who has it this year just to say I like held a record for at least a season so I definitely think like people should support beach more for sure And you kind of led me into my next question. Uh, You guys were in the OVC this year. The first couple of years that you were here, you were unaffiliated. You were were playing a full schedule but didn't have a conference, and you didn't have a 
conference championship to play for. Last year, you became a member of the Atlantic Sun for one season, and now the OVC has picked up beach volleyball, and we have a few members from other conferences coming in. And so what does it mean for you to be able to play for the OVC and play for a title now within your home conference? Um, I think it's a way better experience for us to play for the OVC rather than the A-Sun. I think it'll get more people engaged um, outside of just the volleyball team. Other coaches at JSU, I think, will recognize the teams we're playing and be able to relate more as to when we play UT Martin or Austin P or whoever we're playing that weekend. I think it'll be easier for the community to engage too, recognizing those names that they see across all other sports we're playing. And I also just think it's important that like we keep winning OVC championships here. Um, to be able to bring the first one ever, the first OVC beach volleyball championship back to JCU, I think would be the highlight of my entire time here at JCU. And then going back to 2016, you actually made your uh, indoor debut at Air Force in Colorado. So what did it mean to you to be able to open up your collegiate career in your home state and probably in front of a lot of fans that drove up to see you. Yeah, I didn't know when I committed here that we we're going to Air Force. And when I found out later in the year, it was definitely really cool and definitely made me want to work hard to get a playing position, a role on the team that my friends and family could come. Like you said, I had quite a few people drive. I don't live super close to Air Force. I live about two hours away, but I had a lot of people drive to come see me, stay the night. Um, chair on the team and I think that also just helped engage the following that I have not the following but our team's following that I have back in Colorado them being able to see us so early on in my career like made it seem real and almost like an inspiration to like the younger girls that came and watched me from my old club like that they could do this and so now fast forward four years here you are a senior talk about your time at JSU what these four years have meant to you and what all you've been able to accomplish it's definitely crazy. I don't, I do feel, my body feels old, but my, <laughs> my, um, myself, I can't believe I'm here. I look back at my freshman year, we didn't have any seniors. We were just juniors and under. But um, looking at how my two good friends, Ashley Klingen and Mackenzie Rombach, graduated last year is crazy. And to think that I where, I'm where they are now is absolutely insane. Um, I think at JSU has allowed me to grow into a different person than I was when I left high school and definitely brought into my horizons being surrounded in such a different culture than when I am in Colorado. So I'm really grateful for JSU. I'm grateful for how welcoming everyone is here. I love coming up on the administrative floor and talking to Dodie or just stopping in and talking to people because they've made it such a home-like environment for me here being so far away. So I think that's really awesome. And as far as what I've accomplished, I mean, I definitely am grateful to go to such a good school. I work hard for grades. I work hard for our team. and I just love being a part of a team that's so much about doing the right things. And I think that's something I'm proud of accomplished is like being able to be a part of something so great. And so a little bit of a combo question. You'll be getting your degree soon. What will your degree oh be in? <laughs> what do you look to do? after college with your degree and are you looking to move back home do you look to stay here what what are your plans for here in the next couple of years um so i graduate in may with a degree in exercise science and i'm minoring in biology so um is what i'm gonna do with that (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know anymore. Um, I really am looking into doing speech pathology and working in a school or some sort of area with kids because I really like working with kids. So I need to go back to school, which is going to be rough maybe. We'll see. But I have no plans where to live. kind of want to go wherever I want. Um, like I said earlier, my friend Mackenzie Rombach, she's now in Germany. I just want to take the time and go wherever. Wherever calls me next, that's where I want to go. And then in closing, Daniel mentioned it just a few moments ago. Daniel Porter, you're a sports information director. You're very high energy on the court, and you think that anything great is lit. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And so where, where does that come from, and where, where do you use that? Is that just anytime on the court, anytime on the bus? Where, where does that come from, and when is the appropriate time to use it? Um, the appropriate time is all the time. Okay, that's the first answer. I use lit. Sometimes it's just a filler. Like, sometimes I talk way too fast, and you'll just see, like, the wheel spinning, but, like, no traction. So I definitely use lit just to, like, fill in. And I don't know. I think it's just, like, such a new term. I listen to a lot of Travis Scott, and it's in his songs at least 70 times. Daniel likes to send me memes of anything that says lit. So, um... I don't know, like, lit is just, like, an exclamation. I don't I, I don't have any words. I knew he was going to ask this. <laughs> yeah. Well, Maddie, thanks for coming on the podcast this week. Good luck to you guys this weekend, and we'll all be cheering on the Gamecocks from Jacksonville. All righty, thanks so much. That does it for this week's edition of Behind the Beak. Be sure to check back in Tuesday, September 17th, as we release a new episode. Until then, I am Tyler Brown saying thank you for listening so long, and go Gamecocks. This has been Behind the Beak, the official podcast of Jacksonville State Athletics. Look for new episodes each week or browse the archives on the Apple Podcast app or by visiting JSUGamecockSports.com. For more on Jacksonville State Athletics, visit the official website of the Gamecocks, JSUGamecockSports.com, and follow JSU on social media by searching at JSUGamecocks on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 